Everybody's got drink, drinks in hand. Uh, you don't hear shit in the background right now. Bottles popping, cans popping, uh, because we get schmizzy here on the Beware the L's podcast. Um, we, may, we may not be the most illustrious podcast, but we're on our way up, though. Definitely, we're getting there. we making, we making moves, uh, putting out great content. Um, and just trying to be, become your favorite. Trying to get these uh these DMs popping with naked pics and and flight confirmations, all that, all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a smooth flight com- co- uh, confirmation, like niggas, like don't nobody need you know nudes and shit in the DMs. Like I like send a flight confirmation, right? So so I know it's real. Uh, five stars yep. on uh on iTunes. So I know it's real. Shout out to uh our first uh our first movie um on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we got five star review for review from uh Dick's Insider. Um, whoever you may be, uh, we appreciate you. Um, hopefully your feet. Yes, we have no idea. We do appreciate you. Uh, but even if you are male, uh, you know, hopefully I don't know and who manage it. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, we appreciate you. But, uh, facts, facts. Welcome here. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is episode four of the Beware the Hells podcast. Waiting for Austin to interject like he does. You know what? He told myself before we started, I'm not gonna interject this time. I'm gonna let you. That's, I'm gonna let you that's your. That's your. That's your brand, though. That's that's what you do. All right. Well, um, yeah, that's me. Uh, welcome, episode four, Beware the Hells podcast. Very happy to be back. Um. You know, we be taking these like prolonged hiatuses and shit. Uh, we apologize. Um, there's normally uh, a lot of black people stuff going on. So, they like we always gonna come back. Always gonna the culture. Before we even get started, um, free GS9, free Roddy Robbie, free Bobby Bobby. Um, you know that's that's been real heavy on my conscience lately. You feel me? Um, so uh, free the gang, free the whole gang. Um, R.I.P. to Charlie Murphy, man. One year, one year today, one year today, man. That's that's the one year anniversary, man. We lost a legend. <sighs> he been inspiring the culture for a long time. He inspires even the the titles of all of uh, all of our episodes. Other beware of the L's pie. So uh, shout out to him, man. But um. So we're gonna do this shit in his memory. You know what? Toast up real quick. Um, toast up to Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Brother Darkness. Brother Darkness. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> but uh, all seriousness, uh, welcome uh, episode four. Be with. Truly, uh, we appreciate you getting a lot of love. Um, Especially on iTunes, um, the social media, really, really, really appreciate y'all's feedback. Um, just trying to improve, trying to get better, trying to bring y'all the best show we possibly can each and every week. Um, and you know we can't do that without uh, without y'all listening. So, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, go ahead, yep. you know, real quick, get all the good shit out of the way. Uh, follow, follow, follow social media, Twitter, all the good shit at you where it is. Um, check us out. YouTube, iTunes, all that good shit. And uh, go ahead and follow uh, your boys, the Wayne Wonder Twin, myself, Uptown Ace Boogie, and your boy, Ain't That Wes. Uh, Wayne Wonder Twin powers activate. Take the shape of 
A multi-colored do-rag with the flaps hanging. Oh, that's fire. Uh, Wayne Wonder Twins, uh, take the form of a Fuck. wife beater. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's real shit. Uh, but we got a lot to get through on this pod. Um, a lot of content coming from the last two weeks. But before we get started, uh, we're gonna go ahead and let our first guest, our first fucking guest, go ahead and uh, introduce themselves, man. Um, yeah, very special episode. We got two guests in the building right now because it's a very high level content we're gonna bring to y'all. So we need to bring in two special guests. So uh, guest number one, introduce yourself. Yo yo. One of y'all can be guest number one. I don't know who's going to be guest number one. Who's number one? Who's number two? Shit, somebody say something. Yeah. The hell? I'll go, to, I'll go first. What is up, guys? <laughs> it's your boy, Vish. That's about it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Short, short and concise. I like it. I mean, you, you can shout your Twitter if you want to shout your Twitter out or something like that. Uh, I mean, you can follow me at, at Vishal Gourmet. Um, I mean, if you if you want to, you know, I mean, you don't really have to, unless you're a big Sixers fan. That's pretty much all I tweet about. Wes probably has me blocked. I don't yeah, really know. Blocked since 2015. But yeah, that's about it. Keep it blocked. I've been yeah, I've been blocked by Dave, so I definitely get it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, guess yes, number two. <laughs> yo yo, what up, podcast world? It's your boy DJ. You know, hit me up on that on that Twitter on that IG. Jet life for DJ. No words on the spit of jet life for all day. You know. Excited to be on the, on the podcast, you know, big fan of the pod, you guys doing good things out here, so, you know, it's honor to be on the pod. Now, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Really, really, like I said, appreciate y'all for coming through, man, um, yeah. you know, when, uh, you know, when, when this whole thing blows up and, you know, niggas was out of billboards and getting flown out to all the award shows and all that good shit, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna act, act the ass at the Grammys, dog. I can't wait till I'm out there. <laughs> that uh, we always gonna remember, man. You know, you always you always remember your first, as they say. So uh, appreciate y'all uh, for coming through. But we got a lot. We got a lot of content to get through, man. Um, most importantly, it's, uh, it's post it's post WrestleMania week. You know, we here we bring culture. We bring culture from all across the board. That shit ain't limited to uh, cheating scandals. Or uh, music, or you know, or sport, or or whatever, or whatever y'all Negroes. It's everything. It's just all encompassing. And uh, the biggest event that went down this last Sunday, and recorded was WrestleMania 34. Uh, we definitely gonna uh, chop with y'all a little bit about that. Give a little recap, um, some predictions about where the product might go here. This and the third. Um, definitely got some music talk for y'all. Definitely got to talk uh, Queen Party's new album. Um, man, blazing the fuck. Yep. Uh, Nick Minaj hating like a fuck right now. Uh, but we, <laughs> but we, uh, we gonna Definitely. get into that too. Um, Tristan Thompson, yeah, nigga, you not uh, you not exempt neither. Like Tristan, Tristan Thompson, <laughs> uh, amongst other things. So uh, yeah. Definitely a lot of content, a lot of art, but uh, we're going to go ahead and start, like I said, with the most important, uh, which is WrestleMania 34. Um, Before we get started, I'm, I'm kinda wanna I kind of want to give a little quick oh, preface so y'all don't come, come flame in the comments and whatnot, but myself personally, um, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not a super duper huge wrestling fan like I know at least the three of you guys are. Um, I'm not the type of nigga that watches SmackDown and Raw every single week. 
I try to catch the pay-per-views when I can. I watch SmackDown and Raw every now and again. So I have a general idea of what's going on, but not like all the super duper details as is. So if I say some wrong shit on here, I expect the fans not to to come to my neck because I, I got the boogie with the stiffy for anybody that has an issue. Uh, Austin, continue, sir. <laughs> the blicky. <Yo. laughs> the blicky. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Uh, you know, Wes is not as dedicated, you know, as, as we are. Uh, that nigga basically hops in whenever he hears Rey Mysterio for Lana, essentially. 619 gang. <laughs> so, you know, you know I, honestly, I ain't mad at him for that. But, um, you know, I think one thing, man, one thing I really appreciate about, you know, we, we talk about Twitter. We talk about black Twitter and stuff all the time, man. But you find, man, it's a it's, it's a niche and it's a corner for everything. And, you know, personally, I can speak on being a grown-ass man in a restaurant who, you know, I was, I was low-key in the closet for a minute, man. You know, I, I, I was scared, you know. Hey. <laughs> I was scared to put my views out to the world to really, really admit females that, it's this shit that I rock with, but man, um, Twitter, man, social media, you know, you find brothers, you feel me? You find brothers and sisters, you feel me? That, uh, wow. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's right here, that's right here banging, um, bringing me and all that good stuff with you. So, um, I'm not ashamed. I am loud and I'm proud. Uh, I appreciate, um, uh, <laughs> women go out and do every week. So, um, I'm a toast to them too. Um, toast to the gang. Toast to uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, toast to uh, everybody for Roman Reigns. Yo, we so definitely, definitely a uh, big toast to Shane McMahon <laughs> as well. Right. He's, ble- <laughs> He's bleeding inside his chest. Big facts. So, um, <laughs> we gonna go ahead uh, get it started with the recap, man. Um, <laughs> just first of all, just in general, uh, kind of just go around the group low key. Uh, what did y'all think of the show as a whole? Just front to back, uh, surprises. Uh, did you leave feeling satisfied about everything? You go with the whole weekend? Uh, you know what? It, NXT TakeOver was a banger. So we just going to kind of leave that there. Like, like we, we know that shit was yeah. a banger. So we just gonna, yeah, yeah we just going to kind of... Uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, as as probably the alone person to, to, to who doesn't really watch NXT, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you guys. And say it was a banger. <laughs> Everything I watched was was fire. Uh, <laughs> niggas were hitting people. Bitches were hitting people. Um, it was a great show. Uh, yeah. So uh, NXT was lit. Uh, shout out to shout out to the land. Shout out to Johnny Gargano in that main event. Uh, putting on for Cleveland right here. Johnny wrestling. Um, but uh, yeah, WrestleMania. Um. Yeah, uh, go ahead, start. Uh, this you can start. Um, yeah, just in general, what what did you think it's about the weekend? I'm uh, not the weekend. Uh, the show, um, matches, outcomes, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, going into the weekend, I can I can definitely speak for myself saying that it was high expectations. I mean, look, you got stars from the top to the bottom. You have the matchups that like you're looking forward to all year long. You know, you got your Lesnar's, your Reigns, Ronda Rousey, Daniel Bryan coming back. So, like, we were all expecting a really, really good show. And I think it delivered for the most part. I would give it an overall, like, a B+. Plus. Um, yeah. And we can fair. get into the details later, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think B+. Plus, uh, I think B-plus is strong. I think 
it's man, it's still hard though. It's hard to sit up there and watch seven hours, yeah, of wrestling uh, straight in one day, which I get. Um, for the most die hard, you know, yeah, man, that's hard to sit through. You know, like you said, dedication right there oh oh for sure and honestly through i would say those first six five and a half six i was on track to saying that it was one of the best wrestlemanias of all time honestly then that last hour hit and it got a little shaky yeah um <laughs> yep. it, it a little it got a little mm-hmm. shaky um starting kind of with the with the nakamura aj styles match um then uh, the tag team title match after that, and then obviously the main event. But uh, still, you know, even with that, um, I I think B plus is very solid. I left satisfied probably for the first time since WrestleMania 31. Um, so I'm um, I'm I, 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 I feel really good about that. Yeah. Uh, DJ, yeah, same for me. Like you said, man, coming in, you should look at the card. So Wes, um, from the uninitiated fans' perspective, from the nigga that you know uh, tunes in every time he hears somebody's asses out, some chicks' asses out. Uh, I don't even tune in. They got they got Twitter <laughs> gifts for that, bro. Come on now. But um, looking like nah, nah, definitely um, I hadn't really watched any uh of the the Raw Smackdowns or uh pay per views before leading up to this. Um, I don't remember the last pay-per-view. I think Rumble might have been the last one I watched before yeah. going into this. But I thought the match was pretty dope. I enjoyed pretty much every match. Um, pretty compelling, good action throughout. Um, I was surprised. A couple surprises that uh, I was down for. Um, so as a, not necessarily a big fan, but as a fan nonetheless, I, I, I enjoyed I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Like, you know, we coming in just – when you can, again, get the casual fan, the uninitiated, uninitiated fan on board, um, that's, that's that's you know, that's, that's definitely that. That's what they try to do. That's what, you know, uh, good old Vinnie Mac, um, you know, that's how you bring them dollars in. Um, and, that, and that motherfucker has a lot of dollars. Um, but uh, the show in general, man, um, you know, highlights, uh, low points, uh, big surprises, big disappointments um highlight um a couple obvious ones um obviously the return of daniel bryan um to have to have that man um make it back to the wrestlemania stage in the same spot four years ago where he first won the championship uh that's a big deal right that man <laughs> we've seen that man on, on tv crying you know because he lost his career you know because he was that you know committed to the shit um, so to see him come back and see him come back and show out on that main stage, um, that's that's really that's that's what it's all about. Um, uh, that 
Biggest highlight for sure. Uh, is local. Um, that main event. Uh, um, for I think it took five years. Niggas to low key. Never really get behind. Just be, you know, I don't even care if you if you you like. You know what? I've been resisting you. Um, you know, I I always fuck with you like that, but you know, it kind it, it, it it's it's kind of like that, like that. All right. You know, you've been basically like when you've been trying to talk to chick wrong, and after months and months and months and months, she's just like, you know what? Okay, nigga. All right. You know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna give you a shot, even though I don't really do all like that. That's kind of what that's what's what wrong is. And finally, when you low get on board for it, ain't that this pulls the rug out from under us. This nigga gets the ass. I'm talking like kids. A Brock Lesnar at this point, to be completely honest. Um, and you know, that nigga taking that back to, to, to UFC. I don't really give a shit. Um, I enjoy, see, I enjoy Brock Lesnar fucking people up on the regular. See, but that again comes from you as a casual fan. You feel me? Like, you like, you can watch. yeah. Well, I feel like he's not—he's not wrestling. He's not wrestling every week. He wrestles. He comes in out against, fucks people up, and, and keeps it moving. I definitely would be better to see him as a more consistent person throughout the rest of the weeks of the of the year, besides just the big game events. But as a person, I, I enjoy me a nice a uh, nice German suplex. I enjoy me a good F five. Uh, I like Jimmy John, so his his uh his sponsorship's pretty dope. Jimmy John's trash. That's not even a hot take. It's just trash. <laughs> Yo, watch your mouth, dog. Come on, come on, chill. Like, like you couldn't get it. Yo, when you're fucked up at like two a.m. Fire. It comes like five. It was a cat. It came like anywhere by minute. Sheets, sheets. I mean, that is Taco not true. Bell, <laughs> Wendy's, in, in 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 a bad part of the city, wherever. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I might, I might get some chicken from the local gas station before I pull up to uh, Jimmy John's on a, on a late night. I mean, that's just me though. Facts. Well, I'm I'm never opposed to gas station food in general, but hey, don't sleep, bro. I didn't have some fire chicken from the you know the local gas station. Not 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 every gas station. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you gotta no, no, no. choose though. But you you know it's some sleeper gas station like you know delectable food out there. You just gotta kind of pick your spots though. That's right. Um, if there's one thing that we love here in Cleveland, it's uh fucking gas station food on the fucking late night. Um, there's no bigger delicacy in this town in uh gas station corned beef. I that's uh that's how we get down up here. No mambo sauce. Uh, none of that. That's, you know that. That sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> gas gas station corned beef. Well, corned beef in general is is, is pretty trash. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by gas station food, not necessarily you're, you're implying a lesser quality. It's not necessarily is less quality, but just the implications of that. So a lesser quality food that's already lesser quality. Real shit. Change your lifestyle. Change your lifestyle. Little garbage. Little garbage. <laughs> quality corned beef at a gas station that you get at a deli, and that's just Cleveland life. I'm gonna chuck it up. Shout out to Shout out to and them. Shout out two one six. I'm gonna let y'all have that. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Like you know, I nigga, I was there, you know, dropping uh, uh, MGK better ratchet in the parties back in the day, and so this is and, this is factual. And, and I've seen you wilding out that shit. You must respect this. You ain't got no choice. 
Facts. Shout out to uh, uh, Bimbo Coles. Um, shout out to uh, Omar Vizquel, everybody. I respect it. But no, nah, man, getting back to Brock, you know, I think, you know, Bryce had in mind that, you know, he's going to lose his match, drop the title, you know, go back to UFC. It was kind of like a foregone conclusion. So, you know, to kind of just, you know, see Vince kind of just change course, you know, mid-match because Roman wasn't getting over. And then once you, you know, seen Brock hit that last F5, he off 50 of them boys. But once he, you know, hit that last F5 and they count the three count, it's like, oh, shit. So he's still the champion. So where we go from here, you know. Kind of like, you know, the same plate, you know, from a Brock Lesnar match. So you're going to get your the 10 German suplexes, you know, cover belly to belly, you know, three F5s, going back, you know, we're going home. So I think most fans kind of seeing, like, it's seeing, like, the same, you know, Brock Lesnar match just want something different. You know, me personally, that's like the only reason I was looking for the Roman even going over it because, like, you know, at this point, it's kind of like Brock kind of got the title, you know, just handcuffed because he's not hardly ever on TV. He's had it for a year. So, I, me, me personally, I was kind of looking forward to seeing, you know, Roman take the belt off him, kind of going a different direction. But, uh, you know, suppose he signed a new contract, man, for one more match. So, you know, I guess, you know, kind of see where we go from here. Get this dude the fuck up out of here, man. Like, I, like, I, like, I, you, no disrespect to Brock Lesnar. He's a not giving a fuck ass dude, and you gotta respect that on some level. But, but I, I mean, yeah, it's just like, um, you know, and and it, since like, and West as the casual fan, Vish could probably speak a little more yeah. to the frustration that it is watching Brock sometimes. But when you watch Brock go over, um, Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe. Uh, Finn Balor's, Seth Rollins's, you know, guys that we really, really want to see push up to that top level. Um, yeah, I mean, who bust their ass uh, on the live events, you know, on every Raw, and to see them constantly push back down the ladder by a dude that shows up to work five, six times a year, it's frustrating as a fan. It's frustrating as hell. It is. But you know what? It's all about the casual fan. It's all about guys like Wes who watch, like, one two shows like like the main shows they want to see Brock come out and just do the F5s do the suplexes and that's why he has a title for us some people who watch it and are like dedicated to it obviously we want to see like guys like Seth because you know like our perspective is like yo he's earned it but like that means nothing to the casual fan so this is what we have not, it, I, exactly um not a damn thing you know the people the people that uh you know tune in Every week, and you know, subscribe to the network and everything yearly. Honestly, those are the ones they care about. You know, trying to get that WrestleMania spike, sell merch. They're trying to, um, you know, sell out these big shows and, and, and secure these TV contracts and all these other things. They don't mm-hmm. to us, Smarks, um, yeah. Dave Meltzer. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just it's, it's it's frustrating. You know, this I think this is cool yeah. for a month span but it's just it's been an entire year uh the same shit so it's kind of rough but uh vish how do you feel uh what are the highlights uh, uh low points maybe biggest disappointment real quick we get to that rock lesnar getting over you know throwing a title at you know which my things on that that's some savage shit right here you know um no um Reports that came out um, after the show that Vincent Brock. I saw something that Vincent Brock and Shane had some shit to say too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane pulled up on Brock. Brock threw the title um, in Vince's face, <laughs> and then got a new contract. Some G, like 
you gotta respect that. You, you go in there and talk your shit. They feel some type of way. You feel some type of way, and you end up getting your way. That's that's some dope shit. Shout out to Brock uh, for doing that. I don't know. I don't know the details of what what, what the the issue was. But... Uh, the, the, the details is a little bit hazy, but basically, uh, Brock came in the back talking that hard shit. Uh, apparently, there were some audibles called in the middle of the match uh, that neither Brock nor Roman were happy about. Brock came back and he let. He let Vince know. I wish I could go uh, to my employer, to my boss of bosses, and, you know, throw some paperwork in his face. <laughs> you feel me? Just like, hey, fuck that. I ain't doing this shit. And then, st- and, well, yeah, and not just job the next day, but get a fucking raise the next day. Um, yeah. That's what dreams are made of, man. Yeah, no, no. But that's the pull Brock has. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Apologize to interrupt, Vish. Uh, what uh, highlights, lowlights, disappointments? Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with you, man. Like, highlights would have to be, for me, would be that Ronda match. She came out and she put on a show. And just from top to bottom, like, her interactions with Triple H, Stephanie, like, the selling. Her selling was on point. For sure. Ronda selling, sorry. Um, Kurt played his role, you know, just doing doing his thing but you know getting that first hot tag um in but yeah for me it was ronda ronda stole the show i don't know if you could put a match like that on last because you know the crowd was hot and everything but given given the uncertainty of where she she, you know how she was coming in but yo she for me she blew me away she she did everything right yeah um you know what i was I was definitely, I was pleasantly surprised because I was probably one of Ronda's biggest uh, critics. Leading up. I thought she was trash on the Raws and the Smackdowns leading up. I mean, I mean not the Smackdowns, the Raws leading up to making it. Um, like, awkward promos, timing all off, um, yeah, selling botching moves. Um, like, I was, I was truly worried about the quality of that match coming in, especially when you have old-ass Triple H and old-ass Kurt Angle trying to carry the match um but um she did um she was really really good it really gives you hope um about her and her career going forward i think i think she was i think she was awesome honestly yeah all right and i'd say my lowest point of the card was uh the smackdown tag team match the bludgeon brother brothers beat the usos and the new day um I have no idea what they're doing there. It was just another match. It felt like a SmackDown Project. match, to be honest. I mean, there was a couple a couple of spots that were were dope, but other than that, it was just yeah, forgettable. Uh, extremely forgettable. Yeah, no, I agree with you guys. Nothing, you know, nothing rememberable about that match at all. Um, I think a highlight for me, you know, I'm gonna take it to the pre-show. Uh, you know, big shout out, big shout out to the homie R True. You know, for the culture, you know what I'm saying? Y'all always talk about <laughs> man hitting the street, you know what I'm saying? Like, What's up? That was, you know, for me, that was already a top five, you know, many moment of the night. I didn't care what happened after that. That was solidified top five moment. You know what I'm saying? Go to stone them out, hitting the dab, you know, shout out to go dust, legend in the game, though. But, uh, no, especially though, another highlight for me, I would probably say, uh, would be the the AJ Nakamura match, but more so the ending, more so, you know, Nakamura turning heel, you know. That was lit. None of us really saw that coming. I think most people thought he was going to, you know, win, you know, so him losing and turning heel was just a, a whole nother, you know, direction they went into. 
and uh, I'm actually excited to see you know more you know where mm-hmm. he goes from here. Uh, I thought he was kind of bland, you know, as a face on SmackDown, as most people are these days. You know, most faces are kind of bland, and you know, I feel like most most people's personas, you know, their truth, so you know, they can get creative on their heel side. So, you know, I'm really excited to see where Nakamura goes from here. You know, saying so shout out, shout out to Nak, shout out to Heel Nak. You know, what I'm saying big things popping, baby. Uh, yes, sir, man. Nakamura, man. Um, Nakamura, somebody who uh, you know, I we all been behind for a long time. Really, um, I didn't get hip to him till his Wrestle Kingdom match in Japan against AJ Styles. Uh, legendary, legendary. Uh, fully been yes. on board. Um, you know, through the whole NXT trip into the main roster, and he got played against Jinder Mahal. Um, you know, he won the Royal Rumble, and we really thought, like, all right, y'all, this is it. Like, we finally about to get a sustained push, and then. That match WWE hyped up as a dream match with him and AJ Styles. It just it didn't live up to expectations. It was it was very it was very slow. I think their pacing was off. Um, I think they were kind of working with limited time, and it, and it ended abruptly on top of that. And it's like, all right, something has to come from this. And what came from it was a savage ass heel turn. And if you watch the SmackDown after WrestleMania, uh, Nakamura was with the shits. In case in, in case nobody knew, um, came out. Beat AJ Styles ass, beat Daniel Bryan ass, hit him with a Ken Shaza. Uh, <laughs> so uh, very interested to see what goes with them going forward. I also agree with you, Kish, about I'm sorry, Vish. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, Smith. About the uh, about the tag team title match. I think that was that was one. I think we all had very high hopes for. I think we all knew coming in that the Bludgeon Brothers were going to win. I think that it's daytime. I think they deserve those belts. But with the uh with the ooh souls involved, um and uh the new day, I think we expected another classic match and we got I think it was eight minutes, nine minutes maybe. Um yeah, a little uh definitely a little on the on the uh the short side. And um it, sure. it really I it didn't do the Usos or the New Day Justice, who both had incredible years, especially the Usos who transformed themselves from uh the pre show shouties to um, the highlight of every SmackDown, uh, to be completely honest. Um, so for them to finally make it to that stage as champions and then get such a short match and get squashed, I feel like that was mad disrespectful. I was mad disrespectful, but you know what? We can't expect Vince McMahon to care about people of color. Come on. Let's not- <laughs> let- <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Even the casual fan knows that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, but... Um, overall, uh, WrestleMania, like we said, really good show. A lot of highlights. Um, can't forget to mention Seth Rollins, the Night King, uh, coming out on his Game of Thrones. Uh, put on what I thought Let's was the match tonight um, against and, uh, the face of Cleveland, Mike Mizanin. Um, excellent match. Excellent. Um, fast-paced, chaotic. Um, shout out to Nia Jax getting her first title win. Jax, the big fine. Uh, the big fine. <laughs> um, Cole, Cole, uh, Charlotte and Oscar that left me a little deflated too. I definitely didn't agree uh, with the outcome of that, but I do agree with what happened the next night on SmackDown when my girls, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, debuted on the main roster. Charlotte out, beat her ass, and Carmella cashed in her money in the bank to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. So, um. It's definitely a lot to look forward to. It's a lot to look forward to. Uh, we got Jeff Hardy back on Raw. We got Samoa Joe back. We got Bobby Lashley coming back too. Uh, 
out to Bobby Lashley with the head. Like it's over for man. Shout out to Bobby Lashley. Uh, <laughs> here in these streets, uh, we got Authors of Pain made their debut on the main <laughs> roster. Uh, they gonna do some big things. No way, Jose. Uh, has been chilling in NXT for a minute. He gonna turn up though. Um, I feel like Malibu runs through his veins. Like I, 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 I just feel like that. Like that's just how he lives his life every night. Um, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I seen him come out doing his thing with the conga line. He was doing. I, I respect it. Yeah. Uh, no way. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, I just need, I just need Ray Mysterio to come back. Um, I've been waiting on that for years. Um, seeing him a couple weeks ago, or not only those couple weeks, couple months ago, whenever it was, was was beautiful. I need more Ray Mysterio in my life. Tbh. I feel you. Hey, Ray in good shape, man. Ray, Ray to bang it out, bro. I'm even really mad at you now. Um, because you know what, you was loyal though. You was still fucking with Ray when that nigga was like 215 pounds, and, like couldn't do like the West Coast pop no more. Because oh, he was down. He was down bad, and I still I still rock with him. Um, uh, I need I need like all my all my all my favorites from back in the day to come back. I need uh I need Scott, I need Scott, Scott Steiner to, to 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 make an appearance. Oh my God. Uh, Scott, yo, he looks Scott, awful. <laughs> he never come back to WWE, but you can definitely catch him in some company, some way, shape, or form. That nigga is reckless. Mad reckless. Uh, might be he might be around this way this weekend. Yeah. I'm about to, let's check his Twitter. Real shit. Hit my line, hit my line, Scott Steiner. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely a lot to look forward to going for. Like the, um, you know, uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay on SmackDown. Um, you know, we got all the potential call ups, all the potential changes with the superstar shakeup, with people switching shows and everything. Yo, how y'all feel about about Paige? You know, being the new the new general manager of SmackDown. Yo, initially I was like, no, but I gave it some thought and I'm like, she could probably take this and, and do something with it. You know, the fact that she lost her, her in-ring career yeah. kind of sucks, you know, because this is like basically her life, man. She's been doing, doing it since she was 13. Yeah. It gives her something else to put that passion into, which, you know, I, I think I think she'll do well. Yeah, um, I a little... A little bit apprehensive at first, just because it's such a new role for her. But um, she's very charismatic, um, and to see like where all the shit she's been through, Paige been through a lot of shit. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, mm-hmm. shit, um, you know, straight up like um, abusive, physically, verbally, um, all that good stuff. And of course, you know, with the sex tapes and everything leaking, um, it put it put her in a really bad spot that she didn't deserve to be in. Um, she's as talented as they as they come. And, uh, you know, her career, I mean, her career is over and she's our age. I couldn't imagine, imagine being 25, you know, and somebody, to, like, where we at right now, somebody telling you, yeah, you can't do what you love ever again. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. you know, definitely, definitely, definitely pulling for it. And I, I'm glad, you know, that it, it's crazy kind of how God works, man. Like to see like Daniel Bryan come back and to leave that SmackDown general manager role and to have Paige get basically the in some way, shape, or form, some of the same injuries, and then get to slide right slide into that spot herself. Um, that's it's a, you know it's it's a blessing that's her. But, um, definitely, yeah. Big ups to Paige. Hope she does well. Best. Um, but that yeah, definitely excited going for it. Um, it's about time to be going to my post WrestleMania a little. Um, you know, in a second, you know, watch another event or two, and then kind of chill out for some of the But um. Happy with the show. Like I said, happy with the show. Happy with things, man. Compared to where we was at, you know, two, three years ago where Ryback fucking Roman Reigns was in every main event. Um, I feel good. And Big Show. Uh, I, I feel good. 
shout out to Big Show though, man. Underappreciated. But um, you know, a big part, big part of wrestling, man, is uh the stable game. Um, you know, we've seen, you know, I, I think I think we're seeing that reemerge a little bit in wrestling uh, over the past year or so. Uh, you know, with the Balor Club, seeing seeing the shit from the Miss Uh You want to go down the the undisputed era, uh, Adam Cole, baby, who's killing shit right now. Um, Absolution, you know, on the women's side, we're seeing the stables kind of make uh kind of make a little comeback. The Riot Squad, which I'm I'm very happy about because that's you know that's, that's I think that's how we all grew up on um, watching the NWO, watching. Uh, Generation X, watching Nation of Domination, um, you feel me? So um, I'm very excited to see that. Um, I think that's wrestling, you know, in its in its essence is you know basically a bunch of niggas clicking up and beating other niggas' asses. Shout out to Evolution, Evolution Gang for sure. Uh, Evolution is arguably the greatest of all time, in my opinion. But um. Stables, like I said, kind of kind of make the wrestling game go, and stables also make the rap game go. You feel me? Usually, um, um, on the music side, people are at their best. Um, the mediocre people look better, and the top dudes look even stronger when you clicking up. When you are a part of a label, when you are part of a group, it really kind of accentuates everybody's strengths and allows you to fucking grab the neck of the music gang and let motherfuckers know that you here. So, um, a question that I wanted to ask is, um, you know, kind of go around the room. Uh, we can start with Vish and go to DJ, then West and myself. Um, what are your favorite rap clicks of all time? Or, you know, not even necessarily a group. But like your favorite labels or your favorite, you know, just just your favorite, you know, clicks like gathering of people in general. Uh, top three. Who are your favorite? Shit, man. Can I go last? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We all little smiths. This, this, this is an important question because, you know, when we uh, we're running for a political office and, you know, trying to uh, buy back the hoods. Um, you know, and, and, and give back to our people in a couple of years. These are going to be the question that they ask us. All right. Yes. So, and I will, I will, I, I said, I'll set it off if need be. Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, so definitely, uh, there's a million clicks, groups, labels that deserve top three status or, or even just consideration. Um, quick honorable mention, shout out to the Coke boys. Um, RIP, RIP, RIP chinks. Um, but I guess I kind of gave up a top three. I didn't necessarily pick a uh, number two and three. I kind of got like my favorite group. Yeah, but I didn't. So um, <laughs> to set it off, um, I guess I guess number three probably had to be G Unit. Um, sure. Early two thousands, fifty game Buck Banks yeah, yo. Uh, um, niggas. Stop. Unstoppable 50 came in, the game in the rap game like a monster. Um, his debut album, one of the greatest, is a certified classic. Um, uh, hot take, hot take that's not my hot take. Uh, I prefer the massacre to get Richard not trying. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're all wrong every now and again, but um, yes, yeah, so 50 get Richard not trying is a classic game, I would say borderline classic debut. 
Um, Banks always came with some shit. Buck had some party joints. Yeah, yo, it's a classic. Had yeah, yeah, it's so seductive and ad libs. Um, but together as a collective, they 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 ran the rap game. They had shoes. They had a uh, beaters. Uh, a lot of shit going on. So June is definitely up in this, the. Uh, um, I was, yes. I was genuine from head to toe. Um, I, back in middle school, headband, wife beater, jeans, genuine shoes with the spinner. I I had it all. I can actually, I can I can picture oh, that man. right now. Shoes with the spinner. <laughs> bro, bro, I had bro, I had the video game. I, 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 I remember, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's dedication, right there. My nigga. You going through the game shooting? You know what I'm saying? With you know what I'm saying with the blicky on the sticky, but uh, yeah, man. With the blicky, yeah, big bet, big bet. Loki fire. The only part was it was like four Tokyo songs on the soundtrack, and I have time for that shit. No, it's only so seductive, and that's all we care about. Shout the eight, hit my line. Um. <laughs> I guess next I would probably say the, the the Cash Money records, the late '90s era, early 2000s, was it was a great was a great collective of, of individuals. That's when uh, Birdman, aka Baby, was still a serviceable rapper. Um, wasn't great, but him and Manny Fresh together, the big timers were were a tremendous group. A couple classics. This is a uh, Baby Wayne Wayne coming up in the game. Uh, this is Juvenile, Juvenile with perhaps the greatest. No, with the greatest song, club song in the history of of music and human history. Um, BG had a couple of joints. Uh, shout out to Turk. Uh, um, nigga. I think Turk's out. Yeah, I I, yeah I, out. I, I'm not sure. Them niggas are in and out of jail. I have no idea, to be honest. Uh, uh either uh, welcome home Turk or free Turk, whichever <laughs> one applies uh, when this podcast drops. Um, but yeah, Cash Money was really legitimately running things for uh, for the late nineties. When I think about BG and Turk, I literally just think about cocaine. I don't know why. I just picture it. Like, it's just, like, there. Like, like that's just, like, they roll around in that shit. Um, the niggas look dirt at all times. They're legends. They're legends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, def- definitely legends. But, yes, the, uh, the, 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 a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of part of the fashion back in the day was still yeah. grimy, and they, uh, yeah. they lived Nick, it Nick up. They definitely- and you're number one? Oh, of course. Number one. It might be a little unpopular, but it's my going? personal favorite uh, label. I don't think you know where I'm going. Um, it would have to be a label started by three individuals from New York City. Uh, one named uh, Biggs, one named Dame, and the other one named Sean. Uh, it had to be Rockefeller Records. Um, now, like I said, if you've heard before on previous podcasts, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper of all time. So anything Jay Z related, I'm on. So Rockefeller Records in its heyday uh, was the Rockefeller Click, Jay Z. They also had State Property Boys, but we're right by Philly, so I was definitely a, a big State Prop fan. Beanie Siegel, my dog. Long Beans, my nigga. Yeah, beans, is, beans is a god to me. Uh, Freeway, uh, Petey Crack, Chris and Neep, Young Guns. Um, and even and even the Rockefeller, what I think set the Rockefeller people apart that era was they also had fucking Dipset. Man, and and Hulk didn't even Dipset. want Dipset. He 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 had to be convinced to bring Dipset in. Um, yeah, and 
at a time where Dipset was probably the most culturally influential niggas that was walking the streets at that. Oh, time. without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, no, I can't. Definitely ain't no, uh, no, no, no debate there. Um, damn, The Rock. God damn, man. Yeah, let's say The Rock. And, and, and that's literally my entire goal. Like, I literally, I'm 26. Um, I'm working my entire life. Not to get the mansion. The mansion cow basses would be nice. I'm not working to get the get the dime piece and have a million kids. I'm working to stand on a stage, preferably in front of twenty, twenty five thousand people, and have Sean Carter place a, a Rockefeller chain on my neck. <laughs> that is what that's what I'm living for. That's what I'm working for. I dream about it every night. That's the only thing I care about. Uh, there's there's still hope. Uh there's still hope. Uh niggas was still passing out Rockefeller chains as recently as like two thousand thirteen. So hey. yes, yes. So I, I, I'm I'm prepared. Uh, I think I am on the the track to to earn that that next one. All right. Uh, if not, if not, Jay Z, I got a blicky with the sticky. But ne- next person, go ahead. The <laughs> blicky. <laughs> so so yeah. Before I, before I get, uh, I'm gonna give a couple shout outs to honorable mentions. Uh, shout out to uh, Bone Thugs. You know what I'm saying? Guy started Bone Thugs. You know what I'm saying? Cleveland in the house. You know, legendary. Yeah, shout out to Easy, you know, uh, you know other other men, uh, honorable mentions. I'm, I'm gonna shout out Death Row, man. You know, as the label, Death Row, Death Legendary. Shout out to Tupac. It's one of my all time favorites. You know, you think about you know '95, '96. You know, Dre, Snoop, Tupac, should killing the game. Uh, another honorable mention. People sleep on you know. If you want, you want to get this man credit, man. Shout out to DMX, man. Shout out to Rough Riders, man. Oh, yeah. People sleep on Rough Riders, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, man, like, 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 real shit, like, niggas sleep on Rough Riders, like, until you realize that Dragon had a fucking uh, gold album. That's all you got to say. <laughs> yeah, get a gold album. Yes, <laughs> God damn. Hey, all right. Hey, I mean, I definitely have to say uh, Rough Riders, I definitely X and, and Swiss at that time transformed himself into. One of the top, if not the top, producer in the game. But shout to Dragon for having a gold album. Congratulations, my man. Hit my line too. <laughs> now, uh, you know, again, again, to like my, you know, my top three favorite crews, you know, slash just you know groups. Uh, you know, to piggyback off of you, I was definitely a, a, a big G Unit fan. You know, shout out to shout out to Fifty, shout out to Banks. You know, I was just the biggest Banks fan as I was. You know, Fifty man, and Lloyd Banks don't get no credit either. Definitely like nope. definitely most underrated in the game. Um. Also, man, I'm a shout out. I'm a shout out good music. You know, you got you know legendary Kanye. You know, now I know and despises Big Sean, man. But you know, I'm gonna give my man Big Sean some credit, man. Big Sean, like you know, father. Big Sean. Yes, yes, yes. This is where we uh, diverge a little bit. <laughs> Anti Big Sean podcast. <laughs> but you just think about like all the legendary talent on good music, man. You know, what I'm saying you had Cuddy at one time. You had Common, you had Pusha T, you had Sci High, you know, Sci High one more stuff on people, man. You know, uh, Ch- Chains affiliation. <laughs> and then my last crew, man, I'll probably say, uh, you know, from another another crew from this generation, I'm, I'm gonna go TDE, uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Top Dog. Yes, you know, you think about yep. K Dot, you know, Schoolboy Absto, J Rock. And I'm adding, you know, Sizz and Isaiah Rashad just as a whole label, as a whole crew, you know, just killing the game right now, you know. So shout out to TDE. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, no, dead ass. Um, TDE, um, definitely as you know, we crews from this generation. Uh, the crews in general aren't as strong, you know, and now just because it's just not that camaraderie isn't really like 
as um it's not as appreciated or as embraced so you know now you know you kind of you talk about your tdes a few years back obviously your odd futures um you know you talk about you know pro even say your uh your your uh your asaps yeah asap gang um you know those are really the ones that immediately come to mind you guys um i'm also going to echo the sentiment of um of uh the rock um the rock is probably my favorite uh to be completely honest as wes said i'm also jay-z stand number one uh front row at the q jay-z concert best night of my fucking life I'll never that shit. but uh you know, got to give it to the Rock, man. Like, they, you know, when you talk about having hitters from fucking, like, top to bottom, um, w- when you talking about um, literally being able to unleash dudes like fucking mercenaries, like, oh, I need somebody to get murked right now. All right, I'm going to let Beans at him. Beans, do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. to let Freeway. <laughs> I'm going to let Free, do it. Chris and Eve, do it. <laughs> Chris and Eve, do it, do it. Uh, Emilio Sparks. Just letting it. Hey, man, listen, The Rock, at even like at its apex, man, Tierra Marie went gold too. Niggas <laughs> don't it, it, man. Uh, that's, yeah. I was going to say, Emil was selling records. Emil was selling records. Uh, uh, her album was trash. I'm keep I'm keeping a hundred. But uh, <laughs> like, yeah, Tierra Marie was the princess of the rock. And then, of course, you had, obviously, Kanye, uh, uh, Diplomats. Um, all just, the- just Blaze. Uh, just Bleezy on the producing side. Uh, obviously, Ye on the producing side. You know, in that era, we got such classic tracks as, I can feel it in the air. Uh, I mean... <laughs> we, also, we also got two classic movies in State Property and State Property 2. People sleep on those goddamn movies. Those are those are legitimate hood classics. I'm throwing paper. Actually, no, they're regular classics. Ooh. Oscars need to stop bullshitting and, and nominate them. And like, I don't know if there's a, some sort of old like, like a kind of like a veterans committee for Oscar <laughs> movies, but State Property One or Two needs to be needs to be nominated. Yeah, like Austin said, two. You know that's get down or lay down. To this day, I don't care what nobody. Hey, man, that's, that's not my hot take, but it is my hot take. Paper Soldiers, Kevin Hart, best movie to this day. Go watch that if you ain't never seen it. It's it's, it's definitely top three. As Paper a Soldiers was a banger. Just, just the Rock in general. Two, I mean, you talk about their reach. Um, Rockwear, man. Rockwear was was the, the foundation of my childhood gear. It was just. It was. I mean, they. You talk about some dudes that just kept at all times stayed themselves. They stayed true to themselves. One of the best movies, if you are a music fan, if you are a hip-hop fan, if you could ever watch, other than State Property, other than Streets is watching, please go watch Backstage. Um, it's, it, it was Netflix. I don't know if it's still there. But it's um, basically it's a documentary about um, Jay-Z, DMX, and Ja Rule being on tour. And you really get a look at all of these people. Uh, oh, we forgot Bleak. How dare we? Oh, my God. He's, one, he's literally one hit away. We forgot about him. God damn. Still being taken care of. So shout out to The Rock. Um, I'm also uh, going to go with um, good music, good music heavy. Um, you talk about 2010s coming in, um, good music. Just in terms of quality, when you talk about who's the most quality music out of like all these camps or these clicks, 
Um, good music, I think, is second to none. Um, good Fridays is like my favorite series of music drops ever. Um, just hit after hit after hit after hit. Wes, I know you are not a Kanye fan, so this maybe this doesn't really speak to you. He's cool. I respect his. I respect his gangster. Like I'm. I'm not. I'm not a Kanye stan. Like I respect Kanye. I listen to Kanye music. I'm just not like that super duper Kanye fan. Like, yeah. I feel you. Um, but just um, in in general, um, good music from from Ye to Saha to King Push, even Big Sean. Well, I don't fuck with no more. Um, him in there too. Um, you know they they. <laughs> uh, they've been uh, ever since that good music cipher all the way back to 2010 BT Hip Hop Awards. Um, they've, they've, they've that was 2010. Yeah, man. Uh, we getting old out here. Golly, old ass nigga. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, though, I'm gonna throw in I'm gonna throw in two more though, real quick. Um, Bad Boy, man. Um, you know, uh, Damn, I, I didn't even I didn't even think Bad Boy's definitely top. They're, they're they're near the top. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, shout to Bad Boy, man. And I, you know, I know we talking about rap group, rap clicks right now. But Bad Boy, man, like, I think part of their allure was that they had like all these, you know, like I said, they had such a far reach, and you know, you could you could have one twelve come in and kill a song. You feel me? You could have Total come in and kill a song. You could have Carl Thomas come in and kill a song. You know, along with. Uh, you know, your Diddy's, your Bigs, you know, your Maces, the lo- Mace Loon. Uh, the Loon, goddamn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I Need a Girl Part One, um, one of the greatest songs ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, bang, forever banger. Uh, facts, and and if you fuck with I Need a Girl Part Two over Part One, I can't trust you. You can't be Oof. a part of my life. Um, to be completely honest. Um, yeah, w- word. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it was, and even after Big's death, you know that they 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 went hard. That they, they went hard for a number of years. Uh, I goddamn Puff, Puff, fucking, uh, he abused and misused and misappropriated as much talent as he possibly could, uh, from the locks all the way down to Day Twenty Six and Danny Kane. So, uh, shout out and French Montana, of course. Um, um so. Uh, but yeah. the one that y'all haven't yeah. mentioned and I'ma mention, bruh, Swisher House. Um That's you know what? I, 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 I was just I thinking don't, that. don't give you the respect <laughs> you deserve um as as a human in general, but I, I gotta respect that. That is that is a, a classic collective. And I am glad you brought that up because I, I definitely completely forgot about it. Big shout out to you. Uh, pre- appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you. Uh, I don't know if I like all this camaraderie on the podcast. I might have to call you out your name real quick so we can get back to the status quo. But oh, I was gonna, I was I was going to flame you in the uh, uh, episode descriptions, but it's all good for now. We good. <laughs> but uh, man, Swisher House, man, mid two thousands, um, especially again being here in Cleveland and seeing like that connection and that influence of Houston culture that 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 came on our lives when we in middle school and high school. You talk about slapping. Uh, you talk about grills. You talk about candy paint. You talk about drinking lean. We was on all that shit. All right. It was Houston number one, and then we was right behind. So, um, Chameleon there, um, Lil, Lil Slim, Slim Thug. Mike Jones, Slim Thug, uh, DJ Mike Watts. Watts, uh, yeah, they, um, <laughs> Big Pokey and Pow Wow, baby. Uh, <laughs> Oh, shout out R.I.P. Big Mo. 
Yes. RP Big Mo. Um man, yeah, it was man man, Houston. It's like it felt like they run ended very quickly. You know, it was really it felt like it was like really like oh four, oh five, maybe through like oh seven. But like that like really two year period, man, like they was like truly, truly, truly unstoppable. Um and real quick, to go back to G Unit, a point that I forgot. I remember getting into a discussion on Twitter with uh Julian, shout out to our man Julian from Kent. Um a big shout out, big shout out. We like we was debating like what like what group had like the strongest run or what group had like the like like the the best like the best three year run as we discussed on the last pod like which artist you felt like had the best three album run and he was arguing heavy for TDE heavy 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 and I'm like listen I fuck with TDE if you talking about quality of music from Q and So and Kendrick and 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 Isaiah Rashad and you can throw Sizzy in, um, you know, and J Rock. J Rock, J Rock. I'll put them up there, but I'm gonna take you back real quick. I'm gonna take y'all niggas in a time capsule. All right, let's go back to 2005. All right, we gonna go back to 2005. 50 Cent has two platinum albums: Solo, Get Rich or Die Trying, and the aforementioned Massacre, which I prefer to Get Rich or Die Trying. You got. <laughs> you got a platinum Lloyd Banks album, The Hunger for More, which I Hunger for More, one of my favorite albums. You have a platinum Young Buck album, Straight Out of Cash. Straight Out of Cashville. You have a platinum Game album, The Documentary. You have a borderline classic album, Beg for Mercy, which is my favorite compilation album ever. I banged that shit front to back for I don't know how long. You had a gold Tony Pio album that was gold for the strength of nothing but of one, of one song. Two songs. What was the second? I know you don't love me. I know you don't love me. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, one, that one went too. Yo, so you got that? In 2018, that song is amazing. Go back and listen to that song. That song is amazing. Facts. Big facts. And then on top of that, throw in a gold soundtrack for the Get Rich or Die Trying movie. Um, hey, y'all remember when Make was in G Unit? I do. About <laughs> 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 a run where you getting seven them out, out of honestly out of dudes is low key trash. We I mean, I liked Young Buck back then, but that nigga doesn't hold up well over time. Um Buck Buck is all right. I feel like if Buck Buck came out now, he would he would have some success. He would. Uh, how about his Money in the Bank verse? You remember that? We we all have mistakes. You like the massacre over Get Rich Die We all make mistakes here. That's, that's us. So let's not let's not let's not judge people and point our fingers at some people. On the mistakes. contrary, though, his stunt one on one verse was alright though. Was. You know, it was it was alright though. It was it was. Buck, Buck had some bangers. I'm telling you, Buck wasn't bad. The only bad person was probably got away from. But it just in general, the unit. Um, I've never seen one man's success lead to so much success for everybody else. I think the only people that even rival that is No Limit. Um, in the late '90s, Master P was going so hard. Mia X has a platinum album, uh, my niggas, and Silk the Shocker has two platinum albums. And Silk the Shocker is one of the worst rapping niggas I've ever heard. All right, so yeah, I, I can't even argue against that one. Gotcha. So. Um, the units influence they reach. I mean, talking about everywhere, just talking about permeating pop culture, man. Um, all these groups definitely got to be up here. Uh, Fish, I don't know if you had anybody different from what we've had. 
No, nah, man, I think we covered it all, to be honest. I was, I was going to say G-Unit, definitely up there, and Rock. Yeah, man. I mean, me. these were these were the people that we was raised on. I mean, if you want to go way back, uh, you know, uh, we can go back to, like, our mamas and our daddies eras and shit, where, uh, you know, you, yes, you talk about digital underground. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's not even a collect. That's just, that's, that's just Chuck G and, uh, and yeah, me. Little, little Tupac dance in the background. That's what I, I mean. Was. We anyway, you know, if we talking about crews, you know, we also can't forget about the legendary Wu Tang. You know, shout out to the Wu, Rizza, the Jizza, you guy, Inspector Deck, Old Dirty Bastard. Um, Old Dirty man, Bastard. Uh, yeah, definitely can't forget about Wu Tang. Um, uh, just, just legendary in the influence and the culture. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously a lot of shit is 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 a matter of preference. Um, I, but I feel like with, with a lot of those camps from the late uh, 90s, early 2000s, I truly feel like you can't go wrong, man. It's just like I really feel like, you know, we got niggas now that be claiming like niggas like quality control and people like that. I mean, that's cool. And they, they give you some songs. But in terms of like that real influence over the game, we ain't never going to see, you know, what we saw before. I mean, The Rock, The Rock is fucking evolution. You feel me? G-Unit. Uh, G-Unit was the fucking shield. You feel me? Um, you know, Cash Money was the NWO. Like it was like like it was like it was really just it was a really a different time. It was a different time, man. Um, God damn it! I want the two thousands back. All I want to do is pull out, man, my four XT, man, and go a town stumping through the fucking streets. I'm I'm literally waiting the day when I can when I can thunderclap in public again. <laughs> man, I just want to go back to work. I just want to go. Murphy Lee, man, you know, sh- shake your tail, feather, man. Nice. You remember those days, Ooh. man? Shake tail, banger. Shout out Saint. Oh, man, uh, I'm, I'm, y'all can't, y'all, y'all can't see it. I'm hitting the chicken head right now. <laughs> Yo, it was a brief, man. Like, listen, Ho was my favorite rapper, but I say when I was like 11, Murphy Lee was my second favorite rapper, and I say that shit, <laughs> that shit with all seriousness on my face. Like Murphy Lee, you couldn't tell me shit about that nigga. Yo, Air, yo, Murphy Lee, Air Force might be top five, man. Don't try. Legendary. I got, yeah, definitely, definitely is up there now. Shout out to Murph. Um, but you know, um, rap man, you know, rap changes. Um, you know, it's 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 the game changes, the mood changes, the waves change. Um, you know, you start just in general, just hearing. Different types of music, different types of artists. You know, I can't. You can't even necessarily just attribute that to rap. That's music in general. Like, honestly, I've been listening to quite a lot of R&B lately. Um, it's a lot of talented women that's really out here, like making like a lot of plays like on the R&B side. You talk about um, your Alina Barazic. You talk about business. You talk about the ATR. You talk about Cali uh, Uches. Making a lot of fire, fire, ass shit, smoke, food, fuck, food, that good shit. Yep, shout out to shout out to tweet, man. And you know what? You know, before today, I would have threw Sabrina Claudio in there, but no, no, we, we got to get short of the pain, man. Fuck, you know, fuck her, man. We got to get her out of pain, bro. Listen, listen, we, we gonna get into Sabrina Claudio lately. Uh, uh, you know, she, yeah, yeah, she, she, she definitely catching some L today, but um. You know, music is changing in general, and I'm, in general, like I'm very happy to see like a lot of these, you know, these women really kind of, you know, you know, popping up and and and, and kind of uplifting and fighting 
with these stereotypes that they've been fighting for so long. Like, oh, you can't make this certain type of music without being a hoe. You can't make this certain type of music without getting labeled a certain way. Like, it's like it's it's, it's progressive out here. And when you talk about progression, um, it's all about progression. As Hope says, ain't nobody progressing further than uh, the queen, the queen of the VA, Cardi B. Um, Cardi, man, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep my comments real short and, and let the rest of the table, you know, the rest of the table hit it. But um, Cardi, man, like she came up, man, she's she came off a whole different way we ain't never seen. We ain't never seen nobody come off love and hip hop. You feel me? And, and really, really do some shit. Yeah. Jocelyn makes music. Yeah, Erica Mena makes music. But that shit don't really count. Uh, you know? Allegedly. I don't I call that music. I, was the prince of the... I will attest to that. But that was a long time ago. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's like Cardi has such an organic, natural following. You feel me? And, um, you know, I was very apprehensive of her myself. You know, when Bodak Yellow dropped, I'm like, oh, this shit was hard. She clearly didn't write it. But <laughs> this shit was hard. And, you know, but for her to continue to kill feature after feature after feature and then go ahead and drop this album, which people going to be rocking to all summer, that's just, that's just impressive. And you know, I had a conversation with my brother not too long ago. He was talking about, man, the only album that I remember, like, female rap album, I remember, like, grown like with their windows now, a little bit hardcore back in the nineties, and this has the potential to be that in terms of influence, in terms of just wide reach, like not just oh, all only this type of crowd. Like Cardi really did her fucking thing, man. And I'm, I'm, I, you know, yeah. despite what may be going on on the messy shit on the personal side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She 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 set out, man, and she said she was gonna secure that bag, and she did that shit, man. So all shout out to her, man. She's gonna be she gonna be riding for a minute. Yeah, definitely big shout out to Cardi just to see her, um, come up from where she came up from, stripping to having what I assume was gonna be at some point will be the number one album in in the country. Now, hopefully, it gets there at some point. But that just is that's incredible, and it's good to see like people genuinely want her to do good. Like they see, she is very natural, very organic, and she is who she is, and it's it's very refreshing to see people who like that in today's society and in 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 the pop culture and, and have success. And like like you were speaking to, her album I think is is a is a very 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 well done album. Like the first six seven tracks on there are all legitimate bangers. The intro is very dreams and nightmarish. Uh, probably my favorite joint on the track. Uh, that uh, and, uh, big fact. She took a lot of she took a lot of samples, flipped them samples in, in good ways. Yeah, I mean, I gotta give her peas for that. Chickenhead is one of my favorite songs of my childhood. That shit's amazing. Chickenhead Chicken sample. The, the, I like it like that. Samples crazy. Yeah. Um, now nah, big shout out to Cardi, man. So continue, continue to progress. Continue to do your thing. Um, I guess uh, just just progress, do your thing, and leave that nigga offset. Don't let these niggas hold you back, queen. Okay? Okay? I don't care what offsets on. You are a fucking queen. You are a bad chick. All right? And you are out here. And don't let any man diminish your value. You hear me? Okay? We might have to have a dialogue on I got to fix my life. But I got you, Carl. That's right. That's it. Yeah, that's it, man. Cardi's, Cardi's, that's it. 
Yeah, bitch. Uh, shout out to Cardi. Uh, Queen Cardi, she out here right now. Um, but, you know, uh, Offset, you know, Offset definitely got caught creeping. Um, I seen a new video today on Twitter right before we went on air. <laughs> a Quavo on Offset, man. Them niggas is wildin'. I'm just, I'm just put it like that. It was out, out here in Australia with Peyton, Peyton Royce and Billy in. All right, I'm, I'll leave it at that. I, I ain't seen nothing because I ain't no snitch. <laughs> but speaking, man, speaking of the scandal side, man, we got to talk about y'all boy here, man, the $82 million man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me, uh, uh, DJ, you're from Cleveland as well? Or from the area? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all, man. This is your man from your team. Tristan Thompson. First of, all, first of all, first of all, that man is Canadian. I don't, I don't got nothing to do with that. That's not my man. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel you on that. Uh, but he has been in your city for quite some time. Um, he's accepted the norms. I assume he eats it, eats at places. I assume, assume he's been to West Six. Uh, I uh, so I'm gonna have to just uh, label him in Six numerous times. So yeah, there you go. So that's your man. So if if you aren't familiar, uh, Tristan Thompson is dating. Uh, I don't even know what you would call him, uh, reality TV icon. I don't know what you would label him as, but she's dating Khloe Kardashian, um, who is pregnant, nine months pregnant with his child. Um, as of recording, the child has been had. <laughs> as of recording, the child has been had. But um, as of two days ago or so, there was videos and and, and clips that popped out of, of Tristan at various establishments, I believe. One was in D.C. I'm not sure where the other one was at. With him, um, let's say, let's say, just not being his best Yo, self. Yo, my man is like he just played himself on so many levels. Like so it's, good. it's, it's just like crazy, man. First of all, Trisha, bro, you know, as, as a fellow, you know, six five, six plus, you know, six tall nigga myself, you can't go nowhere and 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 not stand out, bro. You're seven feet tall, bro, and you walking in front door yep. hotel with shorty behind you like you don't you don't got no back room you don't you can't get in the back door like what are you doing, man you're seven feet tall you got a recognizable face because you play a sport in which your face is out if you were a football player you might get got away with this because you got a helmet on but you're a basketball player your face is out 100 percent of the time you're on the court you're seven feet tall um it's just it's just a bad look it's, it's really kind of sullies the the, the 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 fact the indisputable fact that black men don't cheat um, like you were saying, like you were saying, DJ is Canadian, so there's a lot of funny shit going up there. Like like Tory Lane's head, that's a little funny weird shit going on. So we don't, can't accept Canadian blacks as as true blacks. I mean, they are true blacks, but they, we can't accept them in the. We have to, I guess, change the adage that American black men don't cheat. Yeah, I, it, it, the black men don't cheat meetings. It ain't looking too good right now. But uh, I don't know. Like honestly, like you know, cheating in general. You know, you you never. You never wish that for anybody, you know. You never, you never want to get into it yourself. It's just, it's just a, a, a nasty situation. Honestly, if you feel like you at the point where you know you got to do some shit like that, then you know, you know, you might as well just go your separate ways. Uh, to be completely honest, but uh, I, it's a couple alarming things in this situation. Um, number one, Tristan Thompson only likes women with fake asses. I don't know if anybody has seen this chick. I mean, she. Was yeah. A, she was attractive, but she had like a slab of concrete sitting on her back. To be, it's not proportionate. Um, shout out to DJ Zamero. She had the uh, the, she had the, high, yeah, she had the high school high school butt with the middle school thighs. You can't you can't do that. Um, 
<laughs> and, and, and you know, you know, you got that. And then on top of that, I mean, obviously, like, you know, Chloe's eight, eight months pregnant. You know, she gave, you know, she gave uh, birth today in the land, and it's just like, you know, this nigga don't. Honestly, we don't know what he be doing. You know, in the first and the second trimester, but he decides to get caught in the last trimester. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's probably the most alarming thing that this isn't the first time that this has happened. No, no. And it's like, I don't know if he got like some major commitment or attachment issues or whatever it is, but it's like, bro, like, if that's. He probably, you, he, he probably allergic to hospitals, that's all. <laughs> if that's what you feel like you got to do, my G, like, hey, man, like, why you getting them pregnant and then doing this shit? Like, nigga, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, like not, you know, not condoning doing that shit at any point in your relationship, but like, especially right now, like, when your woman needs you the most, like, that's some. That's some cluck ass shit, man. And yeah, you know, yeah. it's also, you know, it's, I guess to top it all off is, I feel like he don't care because this nigga clear clearly he doesn't care. Walking in and out of a hotel, smiling at the TMZ, but he in a club, he in a club, feeling feeling girls up and 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 kissing them all in the mouth, like 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 not only like you're not an NBA player, like you don't have a woman. But that your woman's not a Kardashian. Like I feel like feel like he does not give even two fucks, and I'm not gonna give him no peas for that. He don't deserve no clout for that. Um, he is looking very foolish out here in these streets. Um, like like I said, it ain't really no no like rationalization for cheating in general. But it's like my G, um, you know, make up your mind. Like commit to something. Like if you because you clearly not committed to. He's he's very he's committed to leaving his pregnant uh, woman at, at nine months. I, I can respect the commitment. To I that. mean, commitment. he's clearly not committed to the game. That nigga's trash. Uh, he don't yeah. deserve the that he's getting. he <laughs> needs to commit himself. He needs to commit himself to practice. This nigga needs to do. Committed to your woman. Uh, you're not committed to anything. So it's like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing in life? But um, I will say though, um, you know, just to make a point, the last time. Uh, Tristan Thompson left his pregnant girlfriend for another woman was the year of 2016. And in the year 2016, Alabama won a national championship. Villanova won a national championship. And the Cleveland Cavaliers won the the NBA championship. So, listen, (laughs) I am... Unfortunately, that probably won't happen again. Drama. Watch them out. Drama right now. Here we go. This, this, this is what I, this is what I, this is what I wanted to hear right now. So, like I said, leading off the Chris Thompson thing. If you're not familiar, the NBA playoffs are starting this weekend. Um, probably by the time this is a, uh, this is drops, they'll be out. They'll have started already. Um, it's, it's an action-packed um, matchups and everything. So right now, it's kind of the, we went through the season. Um, with the anticipation of there being one team, Golden State, just running through everybody. But as we see, there have been a couple complications uh, that have arisen throughout the season, and there's a lot of little drama, and, and uh, looking forward to this here playoffs. Yes, so, um, real quickly, um, go ahead, Austin. Uh, um, Vish, I want to see how you feel um, about the playoffs, just general predictions and uh, storylines to follow as we go forward through the most illustrious time in basketball. Well, there's only one storyline everyone should be following, and it's the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, let me explain. First off, we got the rookie of the year, Ben Simmons. I'm disgusted. (laughs) Second of all, we have potentially the defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. 
That's and third of all, we have the coach of the year and Brett Brown. The man brought us to 52 wins. We have a team that's coming pet- together, playing well. Two of those are patently false. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> all right, but I mean, all right, that's, that's where I am right now. I'm all in on the Sixers in the playoffs. Let's go. Real quick, before you get it, before I let you uh, go ahead and break it down, Austin, um, as, if you all have probably heard before, I'm a Lakers fan. Um, I don't really see the sense, the, the point of making the playoffs. Um, you have to play more basketball. Um, you can be, you can be enjoying, you can be enjoying your summer, but you want to play more basketball with no hope of winning a championship. That's dumb to me. Um, if I'm not going to win a chip, let me go home. Let me go cheat on my pregnant girlfriend. I, I don't really want these responsibilities of playing extra games with a lot of stress. Go Listen, ahead, Austin. real quick, uh, I don't respect. Fathom, I um as this as this Henny. Go ahead and speak your piece, and then, then once you finish, ask me if uh if I care how you feel. <laughs> like you, your city has the most rings, and I feel like that's some whole ass shit. All right, you're not loyal to a region, okay? You're not loyal to to a coach to a player. You loyal. Rings, bro. Uh, Twenty-seven rings. You look the Lakers. Go to the Redskins. I give you that. But it's like, bro, like you basically pick and choose your fandom. Anybody can do that shit. I can go be a fan of the Celtics if I want to. I can be a fan of the Patriots, nigga. But I ride with a cause. I stand behind mine. Blue Magic, nigga. I stand behind mine. You hear me? <laughs> Well, if 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 we must, I really I really wanted to get into this at this point, but there's a reason behind all my fandoms. I'm just not out here picking. The majority of the teams I like are opposite of my father's teams. Um, the father has been a very influential man in my life, but also fuck that nigga. <laughs> so I've essentially chosen the opposite of all his favorite teams for my favorite teams for arguing purposes, um, for occasional fisticuffs having, but um. I can respect that you guys don't respect what I like. Um, there's a position in which you can uh, suck my dick from, and that is the back. Shout the marrow. Um, continue. All right, <laughs> uh, you know what, man? Hey, <laughs> I- I'm sure this this now will continue on future pods. We're gonna cut plenty of plenty of promos on the fact that you are a fake ass Fairweather fan. Um, also, I-, I ride for my teams. I, I don't I don't change. Based on what's going on, I, even though they are the they are some of the prominent teams, I, I ride with them. Like right now, I was watching my Yankees getting smacked on TV. Oh, um, twenty seven rings, bro. Uh, twenty seven rings. Amen, <laughs> hey amen. Hey I've I've seen dark times too. Uh, we we, we uh, only won I think like eighty six games last year, something like that. You know, hey, whatever, nigga. But uh, in terms of these playoffs moving forward, man, um, I'm very I'm interested to see the playoffs this year for the first time in a while. I think. We all know how it's going to end up. It's going to end up with uh, the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I'm very confident in. Oof. But uh, it, what? <laughs> you really think that the Cavs are making it to the finals? Yes. Yeah, I'm confident the Cavs are going to make it. All right. So, sell me on that. Go ahead. They are going so to make it. What? I feel like you. I feel like you have to sell us on the Sixers. <laughs> We just beat the Cavs last week. Hey, hey, hey man, facts don't matter. All right, if you ain't never, if you haven't learned anything <laughs> in life, don't matter. Okay. <laughs> also, regular season is regular season. 
that's true. Playoffs, the game is a lot is a lot slower. Teams have a lot more time to game plan, and the fact that Ben Simmons we'll can't fucking shoot doesn't need to shoot is going Markel to. Fultz is here. Uh, Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz has risen. You mean your man who uh, just learned how to yes. shoot again? End of the process. I'm a big fan of Ben Simmons. Uh, JJ Redick is my guy. Uh, that's White Chocolate Junior. Um, fuck with that man, heavy. Uh, I think Ben. I think. Uh, Philly is the team of the future in general in the Eastern Conference. I think they're going to be contending for five, ten years. Um, and I will also say that Calvin Mitchell's rookie of the year argument that Ben Simmons isn't a rookie is, is not a very good fucking argument. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a horrible argument, but I've been uh, so, <laughs> propagating that towards Vish to get under his skin for quite some time. Um, so, yeah, ben Simmons has been doing historical things all season. He's definitely the rookie of the year. Um, but yeah. he's Australian, so... Mm, uh, uh, I will say that uh, I think Washington is – I mean, not Washington. Fuck Washington. I think Philadelphia is here um, and that they will be here. But right now, um, the Cavs the Cavs is fucking out here. All right? We ready. We got King Brian playing the best basketball of his life at 33 years old. All right? Um, I, I don't think there's any team in the Eastern Conference that can really stand in our way in a seven-game series to – Toronto is still trash. Don't forget who their fucking starting point guard is. Um, you know. Hey, yo, that's not, there ain't be no, no Kyle Lowry slander around here. <laughs> oh, Villanova, bro. Yeah, uh, I apologize. <laughs> yo, Kyle Lowry's trash. Lot, lot, lies told on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it, – It'll be it, it'll be a fun playoffs to watch though with you know with a lot of these matchups we got I think I think a lot of these matchups um you know I, I think we're gonna be a lot we're gonna see a lot more six and seven game series um I sure. think we'll have a lot more uh, players particularly um you know ha- have having to gut it out to make these moves shout shout out to the Pacers shout out to Victor Oladipo um fuck Washington fuck Bradley Beal I hate that nigga uh, why. <laughs> Retweet. So, what, what's up? With, I feel like it's a random ass person I hate. Like Bradley Beal ain't doing a nobody. Y'all hate Bradley Beal for? It's always lurking. Uh, I don't know. My Bradley Beal is similar to my Jason Derulo hate. I don't need to explain why I hate that nigga so much. Well, Jason Derulo hate is, is clearly understandable. He's Earth. almost near Big Sean's category, but there's I don't I don't get no. I'm just gonna let the Bradley Beal shit slide. So it's very confusing to me. Um, and, and in the Western Conference, um, seeing a lot of these new squads, um, you know, kind of making a push into the playoffs. The Pelicans without Boogie, um, the Min- the Minnesota Timberwolves, Denver, um, garbage. Uh, 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 it, it's it's going it's going to be a lot of exciting basketball. Uh, uh, Jokic is one of my favorite players in the whole league. Watch this man. Um, they, they're also be- they're also not in the playoffs, brother. Oh oh shit! Well, that's the Henny talking. Yeah, so they, they, they lost to Minnesota last night to get in. Well, see, that tells you that tells you where I'm at. But <laughs> regardless, so the, uh, point, the point still stands. Next season, watch Jokic. Yeah. He's, he's a dog. <laughs> yes, uh, it, he'll be around next year. Um, but regardless, uh, the NBA playoffs are 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 going to be the best um, the best month and a half, two months um, that you could ever watch as a basketball fan. Um, and you know, definitely tune in because you might find a couple of surprises, or you might find out um, that a couple of your favorite players is fucking overrated and washed, my nigga. Shout out to Chris Paul. <laughs> oh my god, this is 
Oh, this is I'm Damn. hurt. I'm hurt, DJ of, of of the Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul. So I'm hurt. No, but on the real though, Kyle Lowry is trash. But getting back to <laughs> that, honestly, one of my like you know postseason. Like I'm really gonna be watching close to Rockets because I want to see if Chris Paul can like, actually you know help James Harden. Both of them kind of you know just kind of fade away. You know, just get mad washed on you know playoff season. So. You know, hopefully, mm-hmm. like their season, you know, we're going to see, you know, they compete with the Warriors, you know, and make that an epic, you know, seven-game series. So, I'm really going to be watching closely, um, you know, see if Chris Paul can get to that 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 next level, man, at least, at least get to a conference finals, you know what I'm saying? You can't go this whole, you know, career, you know, say you're a Hall of Famer, you never made it to the conference finals. We, we, we can't do that, bro. For sure, for sure. I am uh... – Definitely, yeah, the definitely playoffs are, are action-packed this year. I've only looked at, like, at least the first round-wise, I've only seen one series that that's not really entertaining. That would have to be Golden State-San Antonio. Everything else has the potential to go at least five to six games. Um, should be good. Uh, a lot of storylines to look out for, players to watch. Um, it should be fun. It's definitely the probably my favorite time of the year in, in basketball. It's got to be the playoff hunt. And we're going to see uh, if – who comes out the east between this podcast? We got we got uh, Vish clearly on the uh, side of the the process, and we got the two Cleveland fellas on the side of uh, the land. So we're gonna see. Uh, what I'm happens. fully rooting for Joel Embiid to get Rihanna, but that's about it. That's all I'm rooting for. Uh, for my, I don't even, even want to get that. You can get Rihanna and Nick for the finals. Then well, so. can go have Sunshine Anderson. <laughs> but, um, my my man's in through with the dark night mask. It's lit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, I, I admit, Vish, it's hard not to like Philly. They are a very, very likable squad. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty um, easy. That's what um, <laughs> if it was, yeah. uh, you know, and and what's an average ass? If 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 something if something happens, you know, God forbid, and the Cavs get knocked out, then I would definitely be rooting for Philly to come out the East. But uh, we got some unfinished business, man. We got some unfinished business. Brian probably gonna walk off next year, so we gotta go ahead and get the job done. You know, Talu got bad health, and David Griffin. I mean, David Griffin. you about to have unfinished business next year? Just ain't gonna win no fucking chip this year. We're just talking about unfinished business. <laughs> and uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm curious. Yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm curious. As uh, as a Cavs fan, yes. how do you feel about LeBron actually leaving for a second time? Um, I to to be completely honest, um, and I'm probably the minority here. I. This is going to sound wild. Um, shout out to Dark Liquor. <laughs> I wanted to trade LeBron. Um, like, like I wanted to trade him before he could walk um, because I don't know what he's going to do now. But, you know, a few months back, there was a strong sentiment where it looked like this, this man was out the door. Um, I wanted um, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown from Boston along with their picks um, and to just and, and to completely start that's what I wanted, but clearly we didn't get that, and clearly Kyrie's leg fell off. So I guess it worked out better for everybody. Yeah, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Kyrie. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. I'm. I'm I don't know. I, I feel weird now because I feel like we're in a very different spot where we don't have the same assets. Um, you know, I, I mean, clearly you got your Larry Nances and and your, and your people like that. But if LeBron will leave right now, we don't have that one guy that we can clearly build around our pick. Fucking Brooklyn wanted to go ahead and overachieve. So we probably gonna end up with like the sixth, seventh, eighth pick in the draft. So we might not find that franchise guy at that spot. So now everybody has to get on their hands and knees and pay for LeBron. So you know. So as a 
That's part of the game. No, as a Philly fan, everyone's saying LeBron, you know, LeBron to Philly, which I don't want at all because I'm sure you guys know Ben and LeBron are similar players, and I just don't want him. He just he's just a control freak, man. He's just gonna he's gonna control everything. We got a bunch of young guys. We have good chemistry, and LeBron is just gonna come in and fuck it all up. So, pretty much as as a Laker fan, let me let me add my sense to. Everybody is assuming LeBron's coming to LA. I also would don't want LeBron coming. Like I said, we got like we're, we're kind of in a similar diet Sixer situation where we got a bunch of young guys who are good and, and look like they will be very solid right. pieces moving forward. Uh-huh. I'm of the school of thought to um, look to sign look to sign a, a Paul George type this offseason and then look to sign maybe a Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler next offseason and just grow with the young core. But yes, yes, Austin uh, and DJ, uh, this LeBron thing. Are you guys gonna be hurt if he leaves again? Uh, hurt? Not. I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of betting it this time, you know. So I wouldn't really be hurt, you know. We got the one championship. We're gonna be forever grateful. Uh, me personally, uh, I think it's still an outside chance he could stay. Um, I have like a wild theory, you know. You know, according to my sources, you know, I feel like if if this Kawhi situation with Sansoni was like really, you know, bad as they say it is, I feel like. We can maybe trade that Brooklyn pick, you know, for Kawhi, and then LeBron sees that he may want to stay. So, you know, I feel like, you know, it's an outside chance he could stay, though. But, you know, if he does end up leaving, you know, we make that decision, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we got the championship, so, you know, we, I'm forever grateful, so. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, as, as we as we speak here, going into the the, the late night, it's Friday the 13th, as we talk about jinx and shit. Um <laughs> I, I, I would hate for him. I would hate for him to go at this point, but uh, man, we wanted that one ring so bad, man. We got it, so um, whatever happens, I'm I'm cool with it. To be completely honest, um, but all right. So you hear it here first. Cavs don't want Cavs, it. Cavs Sixers Cavs to the finals. Let's go. Hey man, who, yo, that company in Philly, man, whoever like was responsible for putting those banners up in Cleveland saying once LeBron, yo, I just want to say a sincere fuck you. I have to drive past that every day from the way home from work, man. Those signs are so big, and like you, you don't, you don't need LeBron. You got, you got baby Brian, and and I like, I like to call him base baby Brian and Ben Simmons, man. He's the future. Y'all don't need Brian, so you know, just let's keep him, man. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, but. Honestly, though, I, like we said, it's going to be a very exciting playoffs. Um, I think uh, a lot. I think a lot of people's favorite players going to get exposed, and you know we're going to see a lot of washness coming through. Uh, Chris Paul, um, you know, shout out to you, Kyle Lowry. Uh, shout out to you as well. Um, uh, you know, a lot of the people, the people, ooh, ooh, Barmelo's Anthony, Carmelo Anthony. Um, I'm predicting a very washed playoffs for him as well. Um, but Not his fault. His girl, his girl, his girl tried. He, he cheated on his girl. And she tried to leave him. And his fault. <laughs> when we speak about washness amongst basketball players, you know, I I, I have some very strong opinions on this. Oh, is, is this your hot take? Yeah, yeah, yes, it Let is. Let me prepare myself. Back. Uh, before our era, and I, I think Wes knows where I'm going with this. Um, but you know, uh, you know, you see the phrase on social media all the time. Your fave could never. And um, there's one particular fave who I think 
trash would be a strong word, but to say he was the most, probably the most overrated legend in NBA history, I don't think that's a strong word. You got a man who rode the coattails of one of the greatest players of all time and glid, power glided through his whole fucking career based off the accomplishments and the pure skill level of another. This, we have no light skin power rankings this week, but if we had light skin power rankings, this man would definitely be at the bottom of the fucking list. Um, A man who, TBH, let future get all up in his fucking life, my nigga. Uh, fuck his whole life up, um, from from front to back, and then just just go back to life with the kids like it don't fucking matter. The most overrated player legend in NBA history, man. My hot take of the week is Scottie Pippen was fucking average. Average. See, you, 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 I would have let you slide by saying simply he's overrated. But to say Scotty's average is a bold faced lie. And I hope Scotty comes to your crib and hits the pedigree on your ass. <laughs> Scotty Pippen whatever. Scotty Pippen future. perhaps the step in the hey, hey man future future raps about fucking niggas bitches all the time so you can't be mad when the action goes on does it mm-hmm. niggas got niggas got money so but Scotty is a legend Scotty is is definitely a legend in the earth thing like like it's been pointed it's been pointed out to death but Mike everybody's favorite player didn't start winning playoff series until Scotty matured and stepped up, Scotty. Even even when Mike uh left left uh, basketball for reasons no, to be uh, no no he got sus- when David Stern suspended his ass for gambling. Scotty led the Bulls to I don't know if it was I want to say it was a game with of the Eastern Conference Finals or even the Eastern Conference Finals. It was All Star was the All Star Game MVP. I got some stats pulled up. If you want to go to the stats you too, know, that's fine. I hope you also got pulled up his career averages of sixteen five and four. And forty six percent from the field. I hope you got that shit pulled up too. Uh, also, do that. Scotty. Scotty was a. Scotty wasn't wasn't a, a necessarily a score. He was scored when he needed to be, as you can see by his uh, averages when Mike was out. But right now, I'm looking at some stats as far as uh, defensive win shares. Only sixteen players in the history of the NBA have a higher defensive win share than Scotty Pippen, and only two of them are guards. That's fine. You know, that's all well and good. Um, I. I Look at yeah. a, I look at a man who was heralded as one of the top fifty greatest players in the NBA. Um, but when Mike was gone, do a goddamn True. thing. A nigga that shot forty three percent from the field uh, throughout his playoff career. A man who was absolutely washed in Houston and Portland and Portland had yeah he was he was he was thirty some years old. Kobe hitting lucky didn't lucky didn't die. Calling him a bitch on the court. Never happen to MJ. That would never happen to Brian. That would never happen to any of the fifty greatest players of all time. I've seen niggas call Brian a bitch on the court. Toledo, guy, Scottie Pippen took advantage of the era that he was in. He was a six seven nigga that was somewhat halfway athletic in an era where there wasn't a lot of athletic dudes. Where you was dealing with Tom Chambers and Mark Price. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. he. This is even more egregious. This is more egregious than the Scotty Slater. Tom Chambers <laughs> dunked on Mark Jackson's entire heritage, his, his ancestors, his, fa- his slave family that came from Africa. Tom Chambers put his chest in that nigga's motherfucking his knee in his Pippen. chest. No Tom Chambers. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty fucking Pippen is in in 2018 is an average nigga. He's Avery Bradley with a couple more inches of height. He's Rodney Hood. He's Kent fucking Baysmore. All right. 
I'm tweeting. I'm, I'm tweeting, Scotty. You're being extremely disrespectful. He's a, uh, this nigga, I think I get what you meant. <laughs> what'd you say? Hold on. What'd you say, DJ? <laughs> My man, 2018, Scotty Pippen is Andrew Wiggins with a passport. Come on, man. That's actually, that's actually not. That's actually not a bad comp. That's actually not a bad comp. <laughs> but now I'm telling you, listen, Scotty. Scotty was 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 he? I'm not saying he was uh, underrated, but Scotty, I think, is is accurately rated for what he brought Pippen to shouldn't even be on the dream team. Was, and he, if it wasn't for the fucking politics, if it wasn't for the politics and MJ having his little beef with Isaiah Thomas, he wouldn't have been on the fucking dream team. Scotty deserved it. Scotty was the perfect number two for Mike. Value over replacement player. That's Vorp. Uh, widely accepted NBA stat. Only 16 players in the NBA have a higher value over replacing player than Scottie Pippen. In, in Listen, all the years of fuck your analytics, uh, Sashi Brown. Uh, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> remember, I, I, you know, if y'all don't remember when Larry Hughes was on with the Cavs, and it was, was talking, and it was, was talking about Larry Hughes was going to be LeBron, Scottie Pippen. Larry Hughes in the 90s could have been Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. It would have been no fucking difference. None. Zero. The lies and untruths that are being spit right now. Sorry, did Scottie Pippen have teardrops tatted on his eyes? Was he I'm, was Scottie Pippen in the dilemma video? I ain't think so, nigga. All right. I think they he was too busy winning chips to to be in videos where they texted on uh, Microsoft Excel. <laughs> but um, Scotty, Scotty, if you're out there, I, I can't believe I'm out here. I'm out here defending fucking Scotty Pippen. But Scotty, Scotty is a. Uh, uh, Scotty's properly rated. He's a he's a he's a he's an NBA he's an NBA great, um, borderline legend. Um, <laughs> put some put some respect on Scotty. Uh, fuck that nigga. If Scotty Pippen, if you want smoke, we can add you to the list right there with uh David Simon, the creator of The Wire, and uh, <laughs> and 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 Tristan Thompson and Bow Wow and DJ Academics. Many of y- you also you also said you wanted to smoke with Kevin Durant too. Yeah, I did want to smoke with Kevin Durant. You are correct. Um. Kevin Durant out here like uh, Sabrina Claudio, fucking uh, making burner accounts and shit to drag black <laughs> to drag black women. Uh, I if you want smoke, Scotty Pippen, come holla at me. You can step off this the set of the jump. I come holla at a nigga. I am out here in these motherfucking streets. That's my hot take. I respect it. Um, I'm gonna come a little. I'm gonna come a little softer with my hot take because. Uh... That one's a little contentious. Um, my hot take's not even really a take. It's more of just an admission. Um, I have never seen not one second, one minute of any of the Star Wars franchise. Not the new shit, not the old shit. I have no care to see any of those. Um, but every time I, I, I tell people that, uh, they look at me as if something is wrong with me. Um, no. I, don't, I don't get it. No, we got that in common. Fuck Star Wars, for real, for real. So my L of the week goes to Not- <laughs> Wes. <laughs> I've never seen a minute, second of Star Wars, nor do I care to. I don't really get the big hype, don't really care to. So I'm right there with you, bro. Listen, y'all some disrespectful-ass niggas, man. I'm going to just man. put it like that. You know, as, as and, and, and drinks my fucking Hennessy and has the audacity to talk about he ain't never seen a Star Wars movie. Um, I don't, I don't with that shit. Uh, as as Star Wars, as the admitted nerd, uh, Star Wars is lit, my nigga. And if you ain't never seen Star Wars for any other reason, you got to support our nigga Billy Williams, man. You talk about 
Yes, uh, salute Billy D. If I want to see Billy D, I watch Billy D and something else. I, I'm not trying to see Billy D in space. I'd rather see Billy D Mac and like on, on Earth or some shit. Space. <laughs> you talk about sauce guys, man. You you the, the waviest niggas to ever walked this earth. You talk about David Ruffin, man. You talk about Jimi Hendrix. You talk about Boosie Collins. Uh, Crow Forty Five. Uh, white up here in that fucking talk, man. Like that nigga was it. You feel me? So. That's that reason you gotta watch my nigga Billy D, man. I, I, I have, and, and the thing is, it's not it's not necessarily just the genre. Like I've seen the newer Star Trek movies, and them, them joints are dope as hell. But like, as far as Star Star Wars, I'm just I'm just not really a fan of it. And like like you said too, like I consider myself a nerd too. Like Harry Potter is my shit. And if anybody has some something to say, that the Blicky is here, and I'm willing to clap. But um, just Star Wars has never really piqued my interest. Um, and I just don't I just don't get the hype behind it. Yeah. Do you not enjoy a good story? It depends. Exactly. Uh, the, the stories <laughs> I like uh, are more so with people selling drugs, um, trying to trying to rap. Um, basically, I, the only only movies I enjoy are, are we discussed at State Property, and I enjoy Shot Us. Yo. All right. I mean, I will give you that Star Wars is. A little overrated, but it has, I don't know, it's a good, it's a great story, man. I'm trying to, if, if I want to see a good story, I'll, I'll go to Bossip. I'll go to, I, I don't know, I'm I want to read a good story. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. Can't even support the boy, John uh, Boyega. I watch like 10. Support the coach. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I watch the Jesus and Merrill interview. I think that's enough. <laughs> Yo, uh, I think my I think my hot take would be um I don't know how hot of a take it is but like fuck I'm just gonna put it out there I think Young Thug is trash man um <laughs> I, I don't well I don't it, this is I didn't, <laughs> this is taking a terrible turn please 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 speak your piece DJ please speak your piece I'm, I'm riding with a hundred percent it's your boy DJ Jet Life for DJ <laughs> I like I, I like the energy. Like it's trash, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> listen. Thugger, uh, I, I I fuck with Thugger. I will say I think he's a bit overrated. Trash is a very strong term. Trash. It feels so good to get that off my chest. Trust me. Thug is, thug, is, thug is a good artist. Thug is a, is, a, is a very very good artist. I think you have to you have to have a certain like like you have to have a certain level of intellect to understand Thug. Uh, clearly, uh, but um, not, I say Austin can speak to my affinity towards uh, yeah man that, that type of that type of music. So Thug is Thug holds a special place yeah, in my, uh, my uh, you you talking about a nigga in West that that. Heralded, uh, <laughs> Chief Keith is one of the greatest artists of the 21st century. Um, so, Stand by it. <laughs> so yeah, I completely get it, man. That's tough, man. Because like I said, I ain't as high on thug as everybody else, man. But I definitely see, I see a lot of his artistic values to the game. I see, you know, I I I see where his lane is. Uh, trash, man. Damn, I, tra- trash is. I, I, when I think of trash, man, I think of I think of. What this girl, uh, whoa, Vicky. That's that. That's what I think about. I think trash. I think about 
Shout, shout out to Wovik. She's a wild girl. I, I I think about catching me outside. I, I think that's that. When I see trash, what I think. Man, I definitely rather listen to Bad Bobby if I listen to Young Thug, man. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. Jesus Gucci flip flop. You know what I'm saying? One time. Shout out to Bad <laughs> what has this turned into? Thug? Nah, thug is. <laughs> I can't even argue to to convince you. I see you're you're firmly in your in your in your spot of a non thug appreciation, so that's not much I can do here. Yeah, hot take DJ, and I'm around with it. What's up, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch? Are you are you a young thug fan, sir? Uh, I dabble, yeah, here and there. I, I I don't think he's uh, trash by any means. Yeah, he's he's, he's not Corey Kluber game five at ALDS. Fuck ass. All right, listen. I'm deep enough. I'm deep enough into this bottle of henny to crack over your head and not think twice about it. I <laughs> you, you actually still owe me about Lenny. You want you want to talk Henny on, on the pod? Dude, that the Broncos don't have a record in the Redskins last year. I did. That's right. So anyway, Vashal, would you would you like to? Do you have a hot take this week? Hot take, man. I don't know if it's really that hot, but I got the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Celtics in five games. Ooh. That's all I have. In five? Oh, in five. They're injured, man. I, I don't think they can do it. I, I say I'm of the school of thought. I I, I definitely. No, I don't know if I would would pick the Bucks, but I definitely I'm on the side of rooting for the Bucks. I definitely fuck with Giannis. Heavy Jabari's a Duke guy. Bledsoe is a uh, thing from Mississippi. Shot Mississippi. But um, five game. Yeah, I don't know. Is this I'm, the first year making the playoffs? Nah, they went. Uh, I want to say maybe three years ago. I remember Giannis went and uh, fouled the shit out of Mike Dunleavy last year. Mm. They were not, uh, who did they play last year? Toronto. That's right. Yep. They 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 damn near yeah, beat Toronto. Yeah, because he's seven foot seven. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. And poorly because it was Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Man, I, I you know Kyle Lowry is a fuck ass nigga. I, I will say that to his face. Jesus Christ! What has happened to this pod? This was a respectable podcast with nice opinions, and now we got Scotty Pippen. So Scotty Pippen got one of the greatest sneakers of all time. Kyle Lowry's a real nigga for Philly, real Philly nigga. Thug is a great musician. This is I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we. You know what? We flying off the fucking rails right now, so we probably need to wrap it up to be completely G um, before you know we got a uh, we got niggas sending us death threats like uh, Andrew Coonanen. Cool. So, you know, in, in that in that regard, man, um, there were quite a few people who took some wild fucking ales uh, this week in the world of fucking culture in general. Um, you know, you talk about Tristan Thompson, you talk about uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you talk about a lot of people that's really losing out here. I mean, can you really say Zuckerberg's losing when he's still worth damn near a billion? No. I, you know, I don't know. But Zuckerberg doing straight. But you know, I, I'll say it's a lot of people that are struggling. But um, my L of the week, um, as mentioned earlier, that shit's going to Sabrina uh, Claudio. All right. Um, now this is an issue. You know, we didn't get into our our serious topic this week like we normally do. But um, an issue that's kind of like you know people like Amara uh, La Negra is bringing like to the fucking forefront. White Latinas ain't shit. White Latinas aren't any. Better, <laughs> <laughs> white Latinas aren't aren't any better than white people when it comes to 
you know, like that general discrimination against um, people of African descent or African-American individuals. And we've been seeing a lot. Selena Gomez, she ain't shit. Uh, I'm glad Bieber got rid of her and got back in his bag. Shout out to King Biebs. Uh, Shout out to the king, the god. uh, Fucking uh, uh, Camila Cabello. She's a lot of heat, too. For a lot of comments she's been making, and it's you know this is this is an issue that's played the community, and you know white Latinas look at themselves like Caucasians. They see themselves as uh, better or cleaner or better looking or all these different things than black people. You know, you know, you talk about like Cubans and things compared to Dominicans or uh, or like I said, Latino people of of African descent, and they look down. They look down on them. You know, they look down on on, on niggas like Miro, um, and, and that's not okay. We don't support any uh, uh, fucking slander or discrimination against the hives. You feel me? And um, Sabrina, you know, yeah, like my, my, yeah, like I don't like I don't even know like because I'm not really into like I guess not necessarily that genre. And I don't listen to the radio a lot, so I don't really know who Shorty yeah. was until today. And then just looking looking at that at, at Twitter and seeing like the. Yeah from her old account and the shit she was saying. It's just, that's crazy to think that... that and, and even though you were younger, like even though like you, you even point to a situation where it tweets like my man Dante DiVincenzo, 302 shit, like his old tweets um, when, when but people this are, shit are, are younger. Deeper. You know, it's not... It wasn't just DiVincenzo yeah, just yeah. quoting Meek Mill. Uh, quoting Meek Mill. Which song was it? All these things like Derrick Rose. Uh, can't think of it off the top of my head. Was, I'm a boss. Uh, I don't think so. Like Derrick Rose, free meat. <laughs> that shit was a banger. But she, or it wasn't just Kevin Durant making a burner account on Twitter to to debate with people or or defend himself and his and his lack of fucking hair. Sabrina Claudio made a burner account to literally fucking discriminate against black women and black Latino women, Latina women, and that shit's wild. And, and Sabrina Claudio has been picking up a lot of steam the last, you know, last few months from women of fucking African descent. Those are the ones that's been riding with her and pushing her to the forefront. And it's like, man, really just kind of lets you know how, how really, how fucked up things are out here. And she had a whole Twitter account where she was, you know, just, just blown down and, 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 and talking about how ugly dark-skinned women were and masculine dark-skinned women were and talking about how they looked animals and all this wild shit and you know even if it was just a comment you feel me even if it was just an interview or anything else that shit would be unacceptable but to go out your way to make a whole fucking account anonymously to speak on this shit you are fucking trash you are trash and there are enough beautiful fucking talented ass women in the army game as we mentioned as we mentioned a little more ass and said and, and, and APR and Sid and all the other type of people um, and Cali Ush is just really out here really, you know, doing a fucking sizzle to the, to the, the point where, and honestly, as as all these artists are, a lot of music sounds so similar that if one of them, like Sabrina Claudio, fucking dropped out of the game or was canceled out of the game, we wouldn't fucking miss her. And we're not gonna miss her. Uh, honestly, Sabrina Claudio, fuck you. Um, I hope you fall off the face of fucking earth. I hope you get all this fucking, all this shit that you fucking deserve um, for being a mean, hateful fucking asshole. Um, and 
you are catching my fucking L of the week. Um, not just because you ain't shit, but you ruined your whole fucking career um, because you were trying to be cute or trying to be funny back in the day, and you're not fucking funny. All right? Period. Point blank. Word. I'm a. I'm gonna continue to not listen to her music because I I didn't listen to her music in the first place. Um, that's a very that's a very strong L, very passionate L, and I appreciate you came with that energy. Um, I guess my L of the week uh, this week would have to be Michael Cohen. Uh, if you're not familiar with Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen is uh, y'all president's uh, personal lawyer. Um, this is what today is Thursday. I guess Friday. Earlier this week, his uh, office house and I believe it was a third place that was raided by the FBI. So, um, to my knowledge, whenever the FBI gets involved, niggas go down. I've seen uh, they going like, uh, down, down, down. Uh, to reference something you guys might might find a. Uh, uh, more hitting. Uh, I FBI in this scenario is the uh, bus driver yes. from Cleveland. Uh, you going to jail now? And uh, <laughs> Michael Cohen is about to get that ass uh, indicted. So yeah, like what I said, when 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 the feds and them get involved, it's never good. So hopefully, um, they find something that can kind of shed light onto the nonsense and bullshit that's been happening in this administration since the election and prior to the election. So. My calling is my L of the week, and hopefully that translates into an L of the week for uh, y'all president at some point. Maybe. Uh, here's hoping. Uh, Vish, L of the week. You got one, my G? My L of the week, uh, I'm going to just keep it short. It has to go to Paul Ryan. Turns out he won't run for re-election. So, uh, fuck him. Bitch. This is a bitch. <laughs> hey, hey. Good teamwork there. <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing else. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like uh, it, my L of the week to DJ Academics back in the first episode. I, I I don't have to defend. I don't have to explain or elaborate. He's a fucking bitch, and you're <laughs> catching a fat L. Paul Ryan um, is not running for re-election because he's probably going to fucking lose. To be completely honest, and he has been other than uh, your president Donald Trump, he has been um, pro- the most problematic, um, disruptive member of the entire fucking Republican Party. You talk about a dude who literally does not give a fuck about anybody or their ideals, or people, or, you know, all about trying to stick to a fucking plan. You don't care how many people he got to fuck over in order to stick to the plan, stick to the plan, right? And honestly, Mm -hmm. Paul Ryan, I don't care what the fuck he does when he retires, he can leave fucking uh, the Capitol building and go drive off a cliff for all I fucking give a fuck. So, fuck him. (laughs) Um, Bitch, I'm screwed on that 200%. Uh, DJ, so a little week. Uh, real quick. Um, got got multiple L's of the week, so I'm I'm gonna just make this, you know, super quick. Uh, first L of the week goes to the whole Eastern Conference of the NBA. Uh, you know, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> if you participate in the LeBron Shooting one team, you know, it's about that time again. Zero dark thirty. Shout out LeBron. Uh, you know what time it is. So the whole Eastern Conference. Uh, that's my first L of the week. Um, second L of the week um, goes. Let's moving on. Uh, third L of the week. I'm gonna go Sabrina Claudio. You can just get the fuck out of here. And my last L of the week, as of 12:59 a.m. as we record this, my last L of the week goes to Jr. Uh, you know, for that zesty ass Instagram post. You know, you just posted. it. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, did, I didn't get this uh, this alert. Let me uh, hit gr- give, 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 give me one second. Hit the gram, hit your stories immediately. And, and, 
but oh, it's in the story. It's the story as well. Okay, shut up. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Mister, we rocking with that post, bro. So you 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 get you get you get, you get my last a little week. I love you. We not rock. I feel like I, I feel like I've seen I've seen that that pose that picture a million it's times. Not, but it's still it's like you never get used to it. It's like jump. Oh no, it's, it's definitely it's, it's like jump. Like for the first time, like right, like when you get there, like right when you jump in, it don't matter how many times you've done it before, you never really get used to that shot, that that shot system. Uh, yeah. shout, shout out to Adam Cole once again. Uh, shout out to my nigga Roderick Strong, newest member of the Undisputed Era. Uh, we out here. Um, but um, yeah, um, the week handed out all around. Um, but you know, as we clock in the one a.m. hour. On this lovely Thursday night, Friday the thirteenth, we're going into. Um, first of all, I just want to say, uh, Vish, uh, scary hours, uh, scary hours, vamp life. Um, we appreciate y'all, uh, appreciate y'all very much for coming through and uh, adding y'all expertise and y'all opinions to the show, man. Um, you know, we, you know, we can only go so far. With me and Wes. Yep. Thanks for having. Yeah. Me, if, if, if you have noticed, me and him are very small-minded dude. Uh, Wes, uh, like. Nothing like Cheddar Bay biscuits, and uh, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of stuck to uh, the mid two thousands, and I can't let go of day twenty six. So when you talk about we talk about <laughs> our reach only goes so far. So we appreciate y'all definitely yeah. for coming through and rocking with us. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, y'all, y'all came y'all came with some heat. Um, very good contributions. Uh, questionable uh takes here and there but now nah, it was a great experience having you guys on here we definitely appreciate you guys taking time out your night to uh to fuck with us oh yeah no doubt man thanks for having me it was a pleasure man yeah, fun you. time you know we're the else podcast y'all make sure y'all go out and support it five stars you know appreciate y'all man Facts. Shout you, uh, real quick before we get out there shout y'all uh shout y'all twitters and stuff out where y'all need people to follow y'all at for sure for sure uh hit me up on, on twitter ig uh jet jet life for dj all one word Oh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Vishal Gourmet. That's V-I-S-H-A-L Gourmet. Yes, sir. And uh, y'all know where y'all can follow me. Uh, you know, Uptown Ace Boogie, uh, Tyrone Lannister, uh, my new Twitter name, uh, Lip Gallagher, Shameless, which I'm getting very deep into. Uh, fuck love that show. Um, follow me, uh, Twitter, IG, I'm- Snapchat no more. I guess y'all can still add me if y'all want to. Uh, at Thomas Book, um, all one word, um, all same shit. Um, I appreciate y'all. You know, again, like I said, I appreciate everybody listening, rocking with us. Um, Twitter, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, keep it going. Uh, clearly, um, I just want to say that uh, I am the most important uh, instrumental piece of this show. Um, I can't. Self, uh, you know, Wes, as the former uh, champion of our fantasy football league, um, he plays his role very well as Otis, um, you know, as I'm the David Ruffin. And uh, I couldn't do it without him either, without him supporting me and without him being there to see my back of vocal. So thank you, Wes. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I appreciate you guys listening through that nonsense. Uh, I am clearly the, the, the Jay-Z of the situation. My man Austin is a very honorable Memphis bleak. He will always be in my will um but you can follow me ain't that was was two t's everywhere uh twitter instagram you can fuck me fuck me on snapchat um ladies especially you can uh, hit me up on bbm my uh 
on my pin is six nine six nine six nine because we like that. Um, but yes, this has been episode four of Beware uh, the L's, um, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, we will be back. Definitely make sure we be back before the end of the month. Um, you know, like I said, we gotta, you know, we we gotta make sure we push that content to y'all. Listen, we felt so strongly about uh, giving you all the content that we ain't watch Atlanta this week. So you know we love y'all. All right. Or Jersey Shore. Or Jersey Shore. I got a lot of shit to catch um, as we hit the 1 a.m. hour and I got to be at work at 7 o'clock. So, um, listen, real shit. Uh, like I said, thank you. Um, beware the L's. Uh, this train ain't going to fucking stop. You know, it's uh, especially as long as y'all keep supporting. Um, you know, if y'all got any feedback, suggestions, anything or the like, um, you know, we have, uh, like I said, Twitter account at beware the L's. We have a Gmail also. Uh, beware the L's at gmail.com. Anything you want to come on the show, you want to talk about the show, uh, anything but like, share, rate, retweet, repost. Um, you can print out a couple flyers, uh, whatever the fuck you want to do. But just remember at all fucking points in time, no matter where you at, whether whether you Tristan Thompson or all the bread in the world, whether you Sabrina Claudio with fucking hit songs and hit albums all over the place, whether you Mark Zuckerberg who's running the fucking streets, whether you Scott Pippen, one of the 50 greatest players of all time, you better fucking remember at the end of this day, the L's don't escape anybody. They don't discriminate. Y'all better back when they hit you. Yeah, beware the L's. Straight like that. We out. Yes, sir.